because I met with so many companies. They are so excited about China's market, and they are so excited about the idea of going to China. But a lot of them, amazingly, have never been to China. That's why they have a lot of worries about going to China. So my suggestion would be just make a trip. Do not have this. I have to pick a city before I go or something like that. Just go, go to China, make a trip, and meet with people there. Welcome to China Biz Connect, the podcast that explores the fast-changing landscape of business-to-business -business sales and marketing in China, with your hosts Tim Lindemann and Michael Bragan. Today, we will be interviewing Xiaoling Wu and Jin Hu from the Guangzhou Liaison Office in Boston. Xiaoling is the head representative, and Jin is programming director. The Guangzhou Liaison Office in Boston is an organization established by the municipal government of Guangzhou and is tasked with promoting the city of Guangzhou as a hub of innovation and entrepreneurship. Their goal is to foster an abiding bilateral exchange of people, ideas, and capital through identifying and forging strategic partnerships. We are very happy to have both Xiaoling Wu and Jin Hu on the podcast today. Xiaoling and Jin, would you introduce yourselves and the Guangzhou Liaison Office in Boston? Yeah, thank you, Michael. Just a little bit about myself. I'm the head representative of the Guangzhou Liaison Office in Boston since 2017. Before that, I've worked for a decade in multilateral cooperation among cities and an international award initiative on urban innovation. So I'm a true believer in the power of cities. Hi, Michael. I'm Jin. I took the position of public relations manager since last year, and recently I was promoted as program director. I have background of social policy, and I came to this country about nine years ago. And I went to Brandeis, got my master's degree in international sustainable development, and then I did some healthcare-related work, and then I found this job. And I was so happy with my passion, and interest, and my knowledge about social and international development. So luckily, I got in, and、um, after a year, I feel I have more confidence in this work and more confidence in Guangzhou, developed to a better city for hosting foreign companies. So, just a little bit about the office. The office、uh, was established in 2017, and the purpose of the Guangzhou Liaison Office in Boston is to foster exchanges and cooperation between Guangzhou and Boston, as well as the eastern coast of the United States. So, we aim to establish cooperation in various fields, including but not limited to economy and trade, culture. Technology, education, etc. Apart from Boston, Guangzhou also has two other offices in the Silicon Valley and Tel Aviv, and we are planning to open two more in Europe and Japan very soon. 
So overall, as Michael has introduced, the mission of our office is to help build and promote Guangzhou's image as a truly international city with an open mindset, a city that is truly serious about doing business and promoting entrepreneurship. Thank you so much, Shalene and Jean, for the introduction. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the city of Guangzhou and from the perspective of foreign companies who are thinking about what city to enter when they go into the China market, what are some factors that they should consider when they're looking around and, and comparing one city against another? Well, for any company, whether they are considering to open an office in China or in any other places, I personally think that there are several key factors to consider. The first should be business environment. This could include several factors, such as rules and regulations, supply chain, competition, government services, etc. And the second factor to consider, I think it's the market potential. Whether the region that you choose cover a huge market, what's the demographic feature, etc. And third, I think it should be easy accessibility. The region or city that you choose should ideally be well located with great transportation and logistics services. And fourth, I think um, you should also consider living environment as well. For example, cost of living, education and healthcare services that are provided. A lot of time between Guangzhou and Shenzhen, people will compare, you know, Shenzhen is more famous and Guangzhou is really is very low profile in, in many ways. But usually when I try to talk to people and let them realize how wonderful Guangzhou is as a city to, to host foreign companies, is at a certain point, your company need to think about Shenzhen is more focused on high tech. And now Guangzhou government is trying to promote more about the healthcare industry. So these are difference of the theme of industry. Uh, this one thing you need to consider. The other thing is, at certain point, I hope the successful company would expand. They need to hire people. And among different cities, you need to think about where you can recruit well-educated employees. And would those employees want to live in the city? And of course, the education and healthcare, housing are all the factors. So I just want to add or stress this point. Yeah, that's great. So in terms of that, Guangzhou is one of the tier one city. Everything is comparatively expensive than tier two. But among those four tier one city, Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou, and Shenzhen, Guangzhou has almost everything other cities can offer. But at the same time, Guangzhou has the best living standard or best quality of living. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, housing costs are quite reasonable in Guangzhou. And actually, living costs, I mean, just to add one point, sometimes might be even lower than tier two or tier three cities in Guangzhou. That, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Food yeah. is pretty yeah. reasonable, I mean, <laughs> right. compared to other cities, yeah. And food is very important when choosing which city to Oh, it, to oh open yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> yeah. Fresh vegetables and, and seafood all year round. Can you tell us a little bit more about the city of Guangzhou and why it's an attractive place for foreign companies to choose as a home base? 
So Guangzhou is historically known as Canton. It covers an area of over 7,000 square kilometers. That's roughly about 2,800 square miles and a population of around 20 million. So uh, Guangzhou is the capital city of Guangdong province. And GDP-wise, uh, we've uh, always been uh, the third largest city in China. But only in recent years, Guangzhou was overtaken by Shenzhen, sadly. So the GDP of Guangzhou is uh, in 2018 was 2.29 trillion RMB, just to give you an idea. And the GDP per capita was over uh, 20,000 US dollars. And I think when talking about Guangzhou, it's also worthwhile to emphasize that the Guangdong, Hong Kong, Macau, Greater Bay Area is a very important part of China's strategic development. The Greater Bay Area has a total GDP of 10.22 trillion yuan, and that accounts for 12.57% of China's GDP. And the role of Guangzhou in it is an international hub of commerce and trade and transportation. And also, I would like to emphasize that um, we have the um, Guangzhou, Shenzhen, Hong Kong, Macau uh, Science and Technological Innovation Corridor. So I would say compared to Beijing and Shanghai, Guangzhou is a little bit far from the center of China. And Beijing is where the central government locates. So policy would be very important in that city. If any foreign company would like to land in Beijing and Shanghai is where the finance center is. So all these factors, I mean, different cities have different characters. And Guangzhou, as Xiaoling mentioned, has long history of foreign trade. And people there are, I would say everyone has the, the blood of entrepreneurs. I was very impressed when I went to Guangzhou. I personally, I'm not from Guangzhou originally. And since I took this job, I made some trips to, to Guangzhou. So I went there, I was so impressed that everybody, their mind are geared towards how to do business, how to make their business more successful. Where is the opportunity? How can we make it happen? And everywhere I go, even just restaurant owners, and they talk about business strategies. This is really, I think, a great soil to foster great entrepreneurs, great business. So this is why I believe that Guangzhou has this spirit and has this capacity to make a business successful. And also I would like to um, just echo to the points that I made just now, the four factors that a company should consider when choosing where to land. So I think First of all, in terms of business environment, Guangzhou has a world-class business environment. Actually, uh, Guangzhou has always been ranked as the top of the best business city in the mainland of China by the Forbes magazine in recent years. And currently, we have around 34,000 foreign investment companies in Guangzhou, including 300 of them are Fortune 500 companies. And another factor, I think, is that administrative services by the government is highly efficient. 
For example, it takes less than one day or even 10 minutes at the fastest to register a company in Guangzhou. And second, I was talking about market access. So uh, in terms of geographical location, Guangzhou is China's southern gateway. It's close to Hong Kong and Macau and Southeast Asia. And also the Pearl River Delta area that Guangzhou is in represents a large and affluent population. And third, in terms of accessibility and transportation, Guangzhou offers very convenient logistics and transportation services. For example, the Guangzhou ports um, is connected to over 400 ports all around the world. And the Baiyun International Airport reaches over 200 destinations, both globally and domestically. And then in terms of living environment, Guangzhou is also called the city of flowers. So the city is green and it blossoms all year round. It's warm and humid. I think this is very important for Bostonians, right? I mean, warm and humid climate. Also, we have mountains, parks and wetlands right inside the city center. So as Jean has also mentioned, we have reasonable living costs and excellent medical and healthcare services and education. And last but not least, Guangzhou has the best Cantonese food. <laughs> well, thanks for the great introduction about Guangzhou. And I can tell you from my own personal experience, it truly is a beautiful city with a beautiful mountain, beautiful blue skies, very nice people, and great food. So everything you said, I, I totally agree. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, um, not all of our listeners will know, but of the 12 years that I spent in China, I spent nine of them in Guangzhou. So I'm really happy to have the opportunity to have both Xiaoling and Jean on the show, and also that you're here in Boston and we can collaborate together in this way. Now, I know that a lot of foreign companies who are thinking about China, one of the things that they're really thinking about is market access. And this is maybe one of the reasons why they choose Shanghai because it's in a relatively central location. They can open up their office there. They have a big market locally, and they can also easily get to Beijing and they can easily get to Southern China if they want to. So I'm wondering how you guys think of Guangzhou as an alternate location to Shanghai and what Guangzhou would have to convince people to set up in Guangzhou instead. Well, first of all, I don't know whether it's fair or not to compare Shanghai, Beijing, and Guangzhou at the same level. Administratively speaking, Beijing and Shanghai are equal to a province because they are the autonomous municipalities. But Guangzhou is the capital city of Guangdong province. So when we compare these places, Guangdong, Beijing, and Shanghai are the same level. Yeah, for example, um, when we talk about tax, then Guangzhou submit taxes to the province as well as the central government, while Beijing and Shanghai only pay tax to the central government. But I mean, there has always been talk of competition among cities. And I do think that each city is unique in playing its own role. But I would like to particularly emphasize what Jean has been saying. I mean, innovation and entrepreneurship is really in the gene of Cantonese people. We are very pragmatic. 
and people just want to get business done and people are very open-hearted and inclusive so they welcome people from all walks of life or regardless of uh, where they come from or what they do so also i think the distinctive characteristics uh, jean has actually also mentioned a bit for example, I think um, Guangzhou has a very strong foundation in developing the bio industry. So it is one of China's three medical centers alongside with Beijing and Shanghai. And there are about 4,500 healthcare institutions in Guangzhou, also over 4,000 biopharmaceutical and healthcare companies. So in recent years, the bio industry has maintained a growth rate of 10% in Guangzhou. This really shows that it is a thriving industry. And the focus, I think it's a little bit different from eastern part of China, where um, new drugs are more focused. In Guangzhou, there is a strong focus in traditional Chinese medicine, medical appliances, and healthcare products, as well as regenerative medicine and precision medicine. Yeah, um, Xiaoling has her point. When she's talking, I'm thinking as a, probably from a foreign company's perspective, they wouldn't care, I mean, which administrative level between these two cities. But what I'm thinking is Shanghai also has long history of commerce and business as well. As I mentioned, it's finance center in China. And people want to go to Shanghai for a reason, because long history and a lot of money there. It's probably easier to raise funds to find investment. But because everybody wants to go, the competition is ferocious there too. I'm not saying there is no competition in Guangzhou. There is, but not so much. And as I just mentioned, everybody in Guangzhou is their mind is very active about how to make business successful, including government, including policy makers. They are willing to be flexible. They are willing to talk to entrepreneurs, companies who are interested in Guangzhou from a very early stage, regardless how big you are. If they think you are innovative enough, if they think your company is fit for the city development, even um, uh, some official at city level, they would like to schedule a meeting with entrepreneur to talk about how government can facilitate the business happening. And honestly, you don't see that anywhere in China. So I would say this is a reason you should go and should go now, actually. <laughs> Do not wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to elaborate a bit on what you are talking. So um, if you are considering of starting your business in Guangzhou or in China, then um, our office can connect you through our network to our colleagues from the commerce, trade and investment departments. They would be very happy to take care of each individual case and provide necessary support. For instance, uh, providing information in registration procedures, uh, suggestions on office location, etc. It would 
even be greater if you could make a visit there. So they would be very happy to meet with you and discuss about your business plans, show you around and introduce you to potential partners. And again, it doesn't matter if you feel that you are not ready to enter the market yet, because um, we are people that believe in establishing long-term relations. Since the relation is already established there, you always know who to talk to whenever you are ready or whenever any questions pop up. Can you tell us about the advantages that Guangzhou offers for technology companies in particular? The information and technology industry, AI and biopharmaceutical industry are three strategic priorities for the city. So Guangzhou has staged several incentive initiatives and packages to support those industries, such as cash price, office space subsidies, tax refunds, etc. We are also improving government services to support those industries. For instance, to support the bio industry, Guangzhou has recently launched a one-stop speedy customs clearance service platform for biomaterials at the Guangzhou International Bio Island. And this has brought costs for storage and logistics for companies down by 20%. That means um, if companies are bringing out of Guangzhou any biomaterials, for example, human tissues, etc. So um, the customs clearance could be done prior to their departure of the airport. And also people usually don't know some pretty awesome tech companies. Their headquarters is actually in Guangzhou. Although WeChat is um, part of Tencent, but WeChat headquarter is in Guangzhou. And also another one is Pony AI, which is very famous internationally, but very few people know the company is actually in Guangzhou. So every time when people talk about tech industry, they always think Shenzhen. But actually, Guangzhou is the host of a lot of great AI and tech company as well. And this provide a good market and technology. And also, we are hoping to foster some mentorship system in Guangzhou among, doesn't matter if it's technology industry or biotech industry. We hope that to bring this Bostonian entrepreneurship environment to Guangzhou, to have successful, bigger companies to help startups to build up relationship, to access to market, and also to develop or to improve their technologies. Yeah, and you were talking about Pony AI, I mean, for autonomous driving companies. Actually, the city government of Guangzhou has been really innovative and also very brave to provide test fields. So when you go to Guangzhou, you can actually see those autonomous cars driving in the actual roads in the downtown of the city. So this has provided very precious scenarios for those autonomous driving companies to test their technologies and also in different scenarios and different weathers, etc. Yeah, that's great. I'm thinking really just in response to that, if I'm a tech company and I'm looking to go into the China market, 
I'm going to consider a bunch of different things. One of the things I'm going to consider is the availability of talent. And I can trust Guangzhou has plenty of talent. And those examples of WeChat and Pony AI, that really backs that up. Another thing that I'm going to think about is the quality of life, like you said, which is really high. The cost of doing business, which is relatively low. I think a great point that you made earlier is the fact that the competition is less in Guangzhou. I think that's a huge advantage, especially for a company that doesn't have the resources or might not be number one in their field. Maybe they're number two, maybe they're number three, and they don't want to compete against number one and number two. They want to go in and they want to have a market, a big market in Guangdong that they can move fast and get a big share of the market. So I can see that as an advantage. Another thing, though, that I think I would consider very carefully is who are the customers that I can sell to? And I think that comes back. It doesn't matter what tech you're selling. You have to have a buyer. And with B2B tech, uh, like you said, there's uh, big hospitals in there that you can sell to. What are some of the other large industries that are buying tech in Guangzhou and the Guangdong province? I think what Guangzhou offers is not a local market. It's the center of South China and offers a huge market potential. I mean, not only to the Pearl River Delta area, but also to neighboring provinces in South China. And even actually, if you could expand, I mean, it's, it's a domestic market and even an international market. I mean, you don't necessarily provide your tax to local buyers only. For example, we have this uh, face recognition company. So their products are not only used in Guangzhou or in Guangdong province. They sell to Chongqing, to even uh, northwestern of China. I mean, every part of China. For example, uh, Yihang, uh, that's another company that produces Chongs. Uh, their clients are not only Chinese buyers, but they sell to the Middle East and they sell globally. So it's actually an, a global market that's based in Guangzhou. I'm just thinking like, for example, if I was a fintech seller, I probably would want to open my office in, in Shanghai because mm -hmm. that's where all of the financial institutions mm -hmm. are. On the other hand, if I'm a, and I don't know if this is the case anymore, but it used to be that manufacturing was huge in Guangdong all different kinds of manufacturing. And so if I was selling manufacturing technology, then it would make a lot of sense to... To be based in Guangzhou. To be based in Guangzhou. And so I don't expect you guys to have these stats on hand, but I'm one of the first questions that a foreigner, well, I guess anybody would ask if they're visiting any city for the first time. It's like, what are the biggest sectors of the technology here? Where are people working? Mm -hmm. And I think the point that you made was great about Guangzhou not just being a local market for the city of Guangzhou. In fact, Guangzhou is a huge market, just the city. But the fact that it's the center of all of southern China. Yeah. I mean, you can't say that about Shenzhen. You can't say that about Hong Kong. I mean, if you think about the, the Greater Bay Area, they're all on one side of it. Guangzhou is right in the middle. Yeah. Right. You go down the left side there, you've got Zhuhai, you've got Zhongshan, you've got Jiangmen. You know you've, very well. Right, there's a lot of market all yeah. the way around. 
anyway, that was kind of why I was asking that question, just to get an idea of what are the leading industries in the region that might be appealing to certain kinds of tech companies. Yes, I was just going to echo the question or comment that was made earlier about staffing of companies from the standpoint of educational resources available. I think that that's a very strong point to be made about Guangzhou. We have something like 86 universities and colleges in Guangzhou. It's the education center. Of Southern China. Yeah. And it's a balance, Michael. It's a balance between the availability of high quality human resources, but also relatively low cost of living. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you could find really good human resources in Beijing and Shanghai as well, but the housing prices there are just Rocketing. astronomical. Yeah. And they're still very affordable in Guangzhou by yeah. comparison. Yes. Is that something that you have a feel for, Xiaoling? Do you have a feel for what are the leading sectors of the economy in Guangzhou and greater Guangdong? Yeah, I would like to say in Guangzhou, I think we have quite a complete category of different industries, like automobile industry is very strong, manufacturing side, petrochemical industries are also very strong. Healthcare. Healthcare, yeah. Okay. So can you share a story of a foreign tech company that your office has helped get started doing business in Guangzhou? Um, yeah. Actually, um, recently I made a trip to Guangzhou and during that trip, we successfully had a robotic company land in Guangzhou. I would say a small to medium size, not like 500 fortune, but the owner owns a PhD degree in robotics. So he has a company which import robotics from China. And then according to Americans market and compliance adapted into robotics that would fit American market. So they have been doing it online, but because the labor costs here in this country is very high, they are thinking about setting up a company in China. So this is also an example of how our office function. I met with him during an event held in Boston, and he's like, oh, I didn't know about this office in Boston. So I gave him a very brief introduction about our office, and he got very interested. So we set up next meeting and another meeting. So in Boston, we met three times, and every time we went through steps that he need to go through to be able to understand what it takes to set up a company in Guangzhou. So that was before my trip to Guangzhou. And then during my trip, he had a cousin in Guangzhou and also his partner for some side business. I took the cousin to Nansha district and meet with the head of commerce. And the head of commerce has very strong science background and has very strong business background too. So they had a fruitful conversation about what Nansha district can offer to the company because there are 
industry clusters there already, and the market is right there, and the resources there, and so after two hours meeting, we took the cousin to visit some companies located in Nansha. The meeting was in the morning, so in the afternoon we got feedback from the company in U.S. The owner told me. They've decided they're gonna hire somebody in Guangzhou, and opening up a company there. Yeah, that's great. Even during the worst time of trade between U.S. and China, even so, he decided to do that. So, what was this company's main considerations? Did they choose to come to Guangzhou just because you were here and you helped them, or were they thinking about other things? And Guangzhou was a strategic choice for them. So, a couple of points. First is he has been thinking about setting up an office in China, but he doesn't know where. Guangzhou is definitely one of his choices, but he hasn't made any decision yet. And I would say our office has to take this credit of connecting him to local resource because he's like. I have been thinking about this for a long time, but I don't know where to start. So again, this is our office function. We are here to meet with people who has interest in opening up an office in Guangzhou. We can channel this company to the right person to meet. Either it's the head of district or city government or commerce department, or even some companies they would like to visit. We have this channel, and we know the most efficient way to connect companies here in U.S. back to Guangzhou. Any department, any right person. So that was one point, and the other is he realized that he's like I was debating between Shenzhen and Guangzhou, but he also think about the hiring. He realized that Guangzhou has better talent pool. And more more people graduate from college and grad school, and he knows that he can find people more easily in Guangzhou to hire to work for him. And of course, he understands living costs in Guangzhou is comparatively better than Shenzhen, and it's easier for younger generation because they don't have a lot of accumulation of wealth. And easier for them to settle in Guangzhou, and also he felt, I would say, flattered, in a way that the local government value him so much, and he felt like he has some value and he can contribute a lot more than in any other tier one city. Yeah, another factor that I think they consider. Choosing Nansha and Guangzhou is because their business involves shipment of robotics, and Nansha. I mean, in Guangzhou, we were talking about easy accessibility, so it's close to the ports, and then this reduces costs because they don't want to spend too much on transportation and shipment. I think this is a great example because it just shows how your office has. Coached and helped support the decision process, and I think that's what a lot of companies are looking for. I, I agree. And actually, my follow-up question on that: 
was just that Shaoling mentioned at the beginning of our episode that they're interested in forming a long-term relationship with foreign companies. And that's great. I think about what you've done in this case in terms of introducing the U.S. company in this case with valuable potential business partners and these types of connections. That's a very valuable service that you're offering. If I'm a foreign company and I'm interested in China, I think it'd be kind of crazy not to talk with you guys and get that type of an introduction, even if we're not going to be opening an office in Guangzhou right away. Maybe I'll do the same thing with Shanghai and maybe I'll do the same thing with another city, but it gives you the opportunity to meet people and to learn a lot more. Does the Guangzhou liaison office charge companies that are using its services in any way? And what are the obligations of the companies that come to you? Oh, that's a very good question. We don't put any charges as we represent the city of Guangzhou. The purpose of our office is to promote exchanges and cooperation between Guangzhou and Boston and the east coast of the U.S. So all we want to see is to keep the momentum going. That's it. We are not a for-profit organization. So in order to foster this long-term relationship, we realize that we are just an office here. We can function in a way that connect resource. But we also realize that our capacity is very limited. We can't guarantee everything here at this stage. And that's why when we are in Boston, we have a lot of resources we can connect in Guangzhou, but those resources might not be enough to assist foreign companies to be successful. So when we are here, we are looking for strategic partners to work with who can provide services when you really land in China. For example, we have a partner who can help foreign companies to localize in China. They provide consultant service. They provide very professional translation. They hired people with different background to translate documents you need to submit when you set up a company in China. And we also have partners with law firms here, so they can assist foreign companies to protect their IP and protect their rights when they do business in China. So we realize that what we can do is limited, but we are still looking for more strategic partners to make sure this process of any foreign company goes to China, landing Guangzhou smoothly. Yeah, that's great. So it sounds like you're in some ways a one-stop shop. So if you're a foreign company that you're looking to get set up in China, you're considering Guangzhou, you might not have all of the resources on hand and you can help with some things, but other things you can make recommendations or work with other parties so that the foreign company gets all the support they need. So is there any advice that you would like to share 
with some of the listeners who might be foreign companies that are looking to go into China and trying to choose what city they should get started in? What advice do you have? Um, just in one word, China offers huge market potentials and Guangzhou is your gateway to southern China. Don't wait until it's too late. Come to us and get connected. To me is maybe not so condensed one sentence, but <laughs> she's um, elaborating. Right? <laughs> um, because I, I met with so many companies, they are so excited about China's market. And they are so excited about the idea of going to China. But a lot of them, amazingly, I found a lot of them have never been to China. And I'm like, how could you, I mean, you're thinking, that's why they have a lot of worries, even to me, a little bit Myths. paranoid about going to China. So my suggestion would be just make a trip. Do not have this, I have to pick a city before I go or something like that. Just go, go to China, make a trip to China and meet with people there. So for this, our office provide what other cities probably can, which is a connection for foreign companies to meet with whoever they would like to meet in Guangzhou. And actually, we're thinking about this. We're going to launch two to three trips a year to Guangzhou. So if any company is interested to visit Guangzhou and meet with right people, we are going to organize two to three trips a year that I probably personally will lead the group to meet with local government and also meet with the companies they might be interested to visit. So we, we're going to launch this project soon. Thank you very much, Xiaolian and Jin, for sharing these great insights. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what's the uh, the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you or learn more about the Guangzhou Liaison Office in Boston? Yes. For now, anyone can contact me at the email address jhu at gzlob.org. And we're going to launch a WeChat public account very soon and Facebook, Instagram social media accounts too but for now email would be the best way to contact with us also you can check our website um, Guangzhou Liaison Office it's www.gzlob.org thank you again Xiaoling and Jin it was great having you on the show thank you thank Michael you. and thank you everyone for listening Music for the podcast is performed by the Chinese experimental rock band Chui Wan. We would love to hear your feedback, ideas, or any questions you might have. Feel free to reach out to us in any way you feel comfortable. Connect with us on LinkedIn or follow us on Twitter. Also visit our website, chinabizconnect.com, where you can view show notes and sign up for our newsletter. Please subscribe to China Biz Connect on iTunes or your favorite place to get podcasts. If you enjoy the show, give us a positive rating. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk with you again soon.